0: So apparently, we are live, but I just had a little thing pop up that said your browser failed to start the video clip. Anyway, sorry. Du, du, du. House of Property. Look at this. It's not my buy of the week. I'm in a different location, but how cool is that? Hello, Martin.
1: Grifter's got a new toy. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome to House of Property. Grifter, it's lovely to look at that. More toys. Are you actually in a television studio?
0: You know, it feels like it. I'm surrounded by lights. I've got this on-air thing. I've got my clapper board, or you call it something else, but I won't repeat it. Um, and um, I'm feeling all a bit professional, Martin. Although, oh. obviously, I, I wore my green dress again, so I couldn't do my green screen, Ooh. but I have got a lovely white brick wall behind no, me. So you have. And obviously,
1: you're in aircon because you've not got beads of sweat like I have running down me. So, how are you, my darling? Are you well? How has your week been?
0: Yeah, I'm very well. Um, Again, it just seems like it's speeding up. It's getting quicker. The week's been busy. Do you know what? Although we are all clamoring after stock, it has, has, has started to pick up a little bit. There are some valuations which are now coming onto the market after a little bit of a sharp intake of breath in in August. Um, I am feeling much more confident about the last sort of few months lead up to the end of the year. I've been on a training day today, so that's really, I'm really fired up. So we're going to talk a bit about that as well. Um, So that's good. How's your week been?
1: Yeah, good week. Good week. As you say, things picking up, lots of things and tricks. You know, sometimes in our job, you put the foundation work, you put the spade work in, and you don't always get the immediate results. And that's really frustrating because we are estate agents and letting agents. We want instant gratification and we don't always get it. But this week, it kind of feels that some of the hard work that we've been doing is starting to pay off, which is Really, really good. People are now having the confidence to come to the market. Lots of conversations were taking place about how good the market is, why by coming on the market, new doors will open, estate agents will take you seriously, how it's a good time to be locking in mortgages, all those sorts of conversations. And it's started to bring more stock to the market. So um, now it kind of feels like some of the stuff we talk about on this show um, actually does work. (laughs) And, um, And we're now starting to see it. So, which is so, very
0: good. Yes. I've got a question for you. The last, I would have probably said the last, I don't know, six to eight valuations that I've been on in, in September. So um, over the past few days, um, at least half of those have been people that moved last year. Are you finding that?
1: Yes, there is this trend. Mm-hmm. And are you finding that is just nosiness or are they actually looking at moving?
0: No, actually committing to moving. So the, the kind of scenarios I've had is that there's a job change. So it's just, it's been one of those things. I've had another lady that, that only purchased in the summer last year, and she's moving now. So a year and a bit later um, purely because she relocated for a job she couldn't find anywhere to rent so she bought because she was in that lucky position that she got cash and she could buy she's now going on to something else in fact she's going to retire and so now she's going, actually I don't I want to move to Cornwall so she's going to liquidate her asset here and so it's just one of those things it just means that she hasn't been in her property very long and and I've got other clients who've there's no death, divorce or debt or anything like that. But one client just said, you know what? It's just, it's too big for me. Another has said, you know, I thought I'd buy this as a bit of a project. I've done a variety of bits and pieces. I wanna stay in the village, but actually the house is too big. So there's, there's a genuine reason behind these, I'd say resales kind of thing, because they haven't been in the property very long. So maybe 12 months at the most, maybe 14, 15 months, but it's getting that across in the marketing because there's so much information out there that you're coming back onto the market within 12-15 months of them actually having purchased it so straight away a buyer's going what's wrong with it actually there's nothing wrong with it so we're just looking at doing a little bit different marketing kind of like low-key marketing under the radar not on the portals and i know we've talked about this before Uh, but it's just interesting that there are some people and quite a high percentage in September. That have only moved 12 to 15 months ago, and I've checked out today with some of the people that I met, and they are finding the same correlation with their with their figures. So this is, it's interesting, interesting. So, the,
1: so there's a, a trend across the country. I'm Midlands based business, um, and it's happening here. You're down in, in the southwest, and it's happening mm-hmm. down there. And uh, others are saying this as, as well. So one of the things that we could be doing in terms of looking at stock, if there is that trend, is Pick your sales book up from last year and, and flip back to last year and make sure you reconnect with those people. So it's always far better and far easier to retain a customer than go and get a new one, isn't it? So if they've yeah. been a customer of your business, give them a call and say, hi, prices have changed how do you think that might have affected your? Um, how that might have affected your property? Would you like us to come and have a chat? Did you ever do that extension you were thinking of? Engaging with these people to see if that actually starts to bring you more business as resales. And I suppose some people are just thinking to themselves, it has gone up five, ten. Fifteen percent yeah. from last from last year, depending on where you are in the country, and we're just going to try and cash in and flip it. I was also talking to an agent from Fulham last week, on um, a training course, and he was saying that there was a huge exodus out of the city eighteen months ago. People wanted to live in the country, move to the country, but mm. actually, some people are starting to move back. Either the country move wasn't quite for them, it wasn't quite busy enough, it was too rural rather than suburban enough, they didn't have the facilities there. There. Job spec has now changed and maybe the flexibility yeah. of working from home is now being taken away and people, employers are wanting people back into the offices or it's maybe flipping from being in the office one day a week to being maybe three to four days a week and only mm-hmm. one to two days at home. Um, so there's perhaps a return back to within the M25. So it's interesting is these, these social and cultural changes starting to come back into play as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And while we've all been heads down busy, I'm just moving my clapperboard out of the way. I'm just going to do it again quite like it um while we've all been heads down busy obviously some of us i I wouldn't say obviously present camp accepted um have possibly been a little bit light on say staff training things like that so maybe that's something else that we've got to revisit so not just keeping in touch with our kind of past movers um but just reconnecting with our teams as well i know that it's starting to open up again in a safe way and we're starting to do you know our team get-togethers our socials that's all starting to happen again and that was very much on the kind of focus and um, sort of target of discussion today one of the topics today was you know how do you go about incentivizing and rewarding um, staff and actually getting back in and just getting to know each other again as as we've both done recently with our teams is just another tick in the box but the training side of things is really interesting because we've all been heads down busy and maybe you know, you've forgotten, you haven't necessarily put your staff through your training, they've come out of their probation period and usually say on successful completion of probation, then we'll put you through your property mark or whatever qualifications, you know, that might be out there. And I just think it's time to kind of revisit and maybe do our our plan for the end of the year, which we talked about before, but our plan for 2022, because we're in september it's the 9th of september we're, we're going to be through this you know we're booking vows now to the end of the month then suddenly the kids even though they've been just gone back this week will be on half term so you know it's time flies and i've said it before it gets quicker but i think we just need to be kind of prepping getting our plans ready because we have got a little bit more time but it's picking up again which is good
1: i was talking to an agent and um, the other day and She was concerned that there's so much demand for people at the moment. So everybody wants another negotiator, another value, another progressor, another person within their business, that she was nervous about training her team Mm. in case they became so valuable that somebody else went to poach them. Um, And it reminded me of that old Richard Branson, I think it's Richard Branson quote that turned around and said, what if we train them and they leave? But more scarily, what if we don't and they stay? Um, And more and more people, uh, it's interesting, you know, I do, I'm sure I've mentioned on this on this um, cast before that I do some training and yeah. interesting. One of the courses that I train is a support course for the level three qualification in residential, oh. the sale of residential property. And lots of the big firms are putting their people through that qualification. Mm. But disappointingly, it's only the big firms that seem to be talking, not so much the small firms. And so, actually, investing your people, the knowledge that people get around that level three qualification, the confidence is incredible. And in the last week with Our firm, we've done, yes, some support course on one of the units on level three, but also um, building their own personal team, building their own personal brand under the brand of the business and how they promote themselves via LinkedIn and how they really do LinkedIn well, how they get their profiles looking strong, Content that shows not only their knowledge and their expertise, but their commitment to their local vicinity, their local community. That's a suburb, a village, a town or a city, and actually building trust with people that they've never met that are going to be future business by being yeah. the celebrity agent in their area on social media, such as LinkedIn. Um, and um, they're really loving it, absolutely loving it. And you'll see lots and lots of posts popping in.
0: So are you saying, because I'm kind of thinking, do you know what? I want to get my, I want to invest in my team. And one of the ways you can invest in your team is, is putting them through training um, a level three or a level four qualification, something like that. And actually I think you kind of like, you need to incentivize them because I think there was some research out there and I, I think it was Anthony Hess that did it. That basically said, if you did that level three qualification, whether you know it's NAA or ALA or whoever you do it through, um, it actually commands um, you know a higher premium, a better salary if you've got that qualification. So I'm thinking, right, well, I want to put my team through it as that kind of dangly carrot. Yes, you'll pay for them to do it, but actually, when they complete it. Why not give them a bonus? Why not give them the five hundred pound pay rise or a one-off payment to actually say, "I really want you to stay. I'm investing in you." Isn't that a great thing? Do you know, instead of turning around again while well, you get your, your birthday off as an extra, you know, incentive. It's kind of like a nice, I want to say, touchy-feely, but that's probably the wrong words to use. But well, nowadays, <laughs> some really nice kind of just like do you know what? It's not. I say it's not all about money, but you're getting your qualification, but actually in order to do it, you get an incentive and a bit of a bonus as well. And I I think that's a bit of a no-brainer. I don't know why every business owner wouldn't be doing it. Why wouldn't you?
1: People, when they have been invested in the loyalty, floods back the other way. And there can be an incentive, but as much as anything, it's also supporting them. So are you spending some time helping them through the the training and explaining what, when you take the literature and translating that into what's happening on a day-to-day basis, which is exactly what we do on my course the um but actually help sponsoring them through the financially sponsoring them through the qualification yes. do they have a membership of a trade association at the end of it do you allow them time within you know i tend to for every hour that they invest in their own time i'll match that in work time so if they do yeah. an out hour, two hours in the week at home then i'll give two hours work time for them to do it as well so mm-hmm. that it gives there's some support and investments that go through. But I promise you, no no business owner or no employee has ever turned around to me and said uh, that a member of staff after that qualification hasn't improved. Their confidence yeah. improved because their knowledge improved, which actually in turn means that if they're on sales, they're negotiating deals better. They're getting better deals with their clients because they're more confident. They're negotiating better fees because they've got more confidence in the knowledge that they've got. It lifts everyone together. So very, very good. Qualifications to get people
0: through. Yeah, and I think it's not just that, but you actually go, God, look how much I I know, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just like crikey, I, I do know what I'm doing because I know we all have that little monkey on our, our mind, monkey on our shoulder that goes sometimes you can't do this, you don't know what you're doing. And you go, actually, I do. Yeah, get away. I know what's going on, and actually, you could then. Put that in on your one-to-ones, couldn't you, with your team, which we all need to reintroduce or implement and actually have a nice career plan or a career path laid out for your team. So there is a, a great structure. So your your team, your staff, your employees just feel invested in, cherished and looked after. And I think that that now that recruitment is such a hot topic and, and the challenges that that presents, you've just got to do that. Now, I want to ask you a question. So whilst we're on recruitment, yeah, you, Are you recruiting from inside the industry? Have you kind of, because I know we've both had cha- kind of challenges finding finding team members. Mm. Um, are you going, do you know what? If they come in, i actually really like them and they've got a bit of spark. I'm going to go on my gut. How do you recruit?
1: 100. Recruit on personality. You know, Katie Griffin, that you can make anybody a great estate agent, but if they've not got that passion, that excitement, that charisma, that communication skills. That's the love for life. Mm. then why on earth would you want to employ them within a state agency? Yeah. Um, and if you've got that sort of personality, it doesn't matter who, if they're with and without, with and or without experience or from in the industry or outside the industry, if they've got their personality types, you can't change that. Mm. Um, personality you cannot change. Everything else you can, but knowledge you can yeah. build upon. Personality you can't change. I have a job offered two people in the last two weeks. One from the airline industry, one with one year's experience within the property industry, estate agents industry, but before that a banking and retail background. Uh, they're going both gonna need lots of work and knowledge and to impart on to get them being brilliant estate agents. But they are people I want my clients and customers to be working with. Um, but it's difficult and you have to act fast. You know, we're busy people. If you're recruiting somebody, there's actually a really good article, uh, I, think it was from Rain as a group, but I'm not sure. Um, in property industry, I it, you now need to nail that from the first interview, second interview, and job offer. You need to be doing that in seven days because okay. you know you go into the market town that I'm in at the moment, it's got a population of 66,000. It's got about 25 estate agents. Six estate agents in the town are actively advertising for sales okay. negotiators at the moment. It's not just in our industry. We've talked about this before. We talked about um, lobby drivers last week. We've talked about mm. agriculture in the past. Um, You have to act quickly. You have somebody good, think to yourself, you've got to grab them, you've got to grab them quick. And is there things that you can list learn from other industries to be able to help you get um, to get people in here. We were talking about this last week with lorry drivers about people getting golden handshakes when they arrive. If you're going for somebody that's within the industry because they're really good and you want to poach them, remember they're going to have a lot of commission in their pipeline. They might have a year-end bonus that they're just not going to walk away from unless you build that into your package when they when they first arrive. So we're really having to think outside the box. And I don't think this is going away. I think we've got a prolonged period of lack of good people that we people won't move about there's too many jobs out there and because of the fee levels within our industry we don't have massive wages to be able to show people so you've got to find other ways and training and investment is a brilliant way of doing it
0: and, and recognition is the other thing. So some people yeah. just, you know, they, they want the employee of the month or they want to be that star on the wall or they want that shout out on LinkedIn or on social. Um, so today what's made me chuckle um, with my team. So obviously I've been out of the office today and, and my girls have been working on a particularly challenging um, purchase, which we thought had all gone, how we would professionally describe it, tips off on Friday, <laughs> um, which was very disappointing. Sorry about that, but it's, it's what the industry would say, so sorry. Okay. Um, and, um, and, and we thought that that had gone pear-shaped on Friday. And um, and, it, and it was actually really disappointing because we literally, we were so down on Friday and it was just like, oh. And then over the weekend, a few kind of emails have come out. We kind of like said, you know, the cold light of day, let's just take a fresh look back at this. Anyway, that deal, exchange today and i was a little bit worried because there was a dead second deadline probably at the 10th deadline um and i was a little bit worried so obviously i've not been here but before i left the office yesterday i put a bottle of sparkly pink fizz in the fridge just hoping i don't want to count my chickens but i'm really hoping we can get this over the line because it's a it's a big personal boost particularly when you've invested a lot of time in it so i messaged my team and i said Any news on that property? Because if we get it over the line, by the deadline, there's a bottle of pink fizz in the fridge. Well, blow me. Within about bloody half an hour, I got a photograph of two champagne glasses full of pink fizzy. So it it really made me laugh. So there are other little things, little, like, non-essential, but actually really important things like that, you know, that I've remembered that this could happen. It might not have done. And my team were just like, oh, yeah, and they loved it.
1: I love the fact that you recruit to time, They're just like Pink Fizz. That's great. <laughs> Lovely. I love it. No, you're right. And in building your team, um, we have on a Wednesday morning meeting, having all the team together, the whole company together. And it's a team's meeting, half past eight till 10 to nine. Um, and we give an update on what's going on and, and talk about different things, sometimes coaching, sometimes it's a bit naggy, sometimes it's just information about what's going on, it's a review of last month's activity, et cetera. But I always start this meeting with a song. Not I don't sing it, it's like a track. I was say. You know, like a track. Um, but and if someone's done really well in the week, then I often invite them to pick the track that opens up our Wednesday morning meeting. Um but I forgot this week. And so at 20 past eight this morning, I thought I've got to think of a, of a song, and I naturally went to the Beatles and here comes the sun and that kind of stuff. And I thought they no, want a bit more holiday vibe. So I got La Bamba, you know, la la la, la bamba, da, da, yeah. and all that. So that was good. and We were all singing along you could see people singing along and then there's that, um a line in that song, isn't there? That goes, that way, yeah, Yeah. And it reminded me, of that Mexican carpet fitters. Do you remember the Mexican carpet fitters? They were called underlay. <laughs> underlay. <Andale.
0: laughs> oh, my God. I really wondered where you were going with that. You know, <laughs> you just go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right. That okay. <laughs> so, so, is that your joke of the week? They just <laughs> just like, oh, my God. No, that was very good. I um, I didn't laugh as much as <laughs> some of previous weeks, but- Let's keep it up. That's hitting the bar high. I thought it
1: was good. Anyway, where are you going next?
0: (laughs) So where I'm going next is we're talking about planning ahead, okay? So we've got to plan ahead for Mm -hmm. next year. But actually, with this training thing, do our staff all know why we – they should – you know, why should you be instructed? Let me start again. Why should someone instruct you? So, again, in my training today, and I've got it written down, is get your team in. 10 ways you're different to your competition, 30 ways you're different to your competition, five ways you're different for your competition. But actually if someone can only, one of your team members can only come up with five, or your valuers can only come up with five, they need to do better. Pull socks up. And one of the things, again, we discussed today was if you're out valuing, whether your sales are on the letting side, it does get a bit samey sometimes, doesn't it? You go out and you hear yourself saying the same thing. So actually take a blank sheet of paper and write down those ways in which your business is different. And I think it will pull you back in. You'll forget some of the things you know you used to do in your valuation go, actually do you know what we do this 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 because quite a few of us have had situations recently where race to the bottom in terms of fees and actually going out to value and you're talking to that vendor and you're going so why do you want to come with us and they go well you're all pretty much the same and you go no that's not what i want to hear we're not oh my god i'm so different and it's just remembering that isn't it and getting that across so that's a that's a task for everyone to do
1: I love that. 30 Reasons Why People Should Use Your Phone. That's brilliant. Yeah. I love that. That's very good. It goes back to you, know, I, you know, a friend of the show, friend of yours and mine, close friend of yours and mine, Jan Heitch, always said to me that um, people buy from people in our industry. Houses, if lettings or sales is just the topic of conversation. It's actually mm-hmm. all about relationships and people buying into people. And that is a huge, huge message when you look at that. And that's one of the big USPs, isn't it? It goes back to, you know, we did a book review, in, I think mean, it's episode 40, but episode 10, we did a book review. And um, I reviewed a book called, from Simon Sinek, and it started with wine. It talks about his golden circle. And in there it's, People don't buy what you do; they buy why you do it. Why should you get out of Why do you get out of bed in the morning? And why should anybody else care? And if yeah. you identify that and start selling that, then it puts you ahead of your competition to why people should invest in you. Um, and that's really important. Understanding all of those USPs that all of your team bring together and the yeah. brand that you bring together, and demonstrating it and working out a plan to communicate. I love that. That's
0: yeah. a great. So other things then is common questions that you're asked all the time, isn't it? So again, because we've got this lack of stock, so I'm coming to you and I'm saying, so Martin, um, uh, why should I Why should I sell my house now? Because it's just gonna put me under pressure because I can't find anything. Mm-hmm.
1: Hard, isn't it? Very difficult. But thanks, you've just literally thrown me a scenario, have you, that you want me to try and yeah, respond to. I know. Um, you're welcome. You get this, uh, thanks. You get this a lot, the day, don't you? So, but it's a little bit like standing at the side of the swimming pool of the deep end, and you can see that people are in there having fun, but you don't want to dive in in case it's cold. And I have a similar situation. I've got an old banger of a car. Not like you with your old voice and a driver with a flat cap. Um, and it needs replacing. But price of second-hand cars are going through the roof, and it's sort of like, oh, this is, you know, car prices are going up. It's a bit of a fight out there. It makes you sit on your hands a little bit, is not it? So you've got to actually... Part of our role as estate agents is encouraging people to motivate them to come to the market. And that might be, as we said earlier, about you don't get to know, people. agents don't take you seriously until you proactively start to go on the market. And actually, when you get on the market, you don't always, you open up your search criteria a little bit and start to look at things slightly differently. Or you think to yourself, actually, mortgage rates are low at the moment mortgage rates tend to be in line with interest rates interest rates Mm -hmm. tend to be in line with inflation cost of living is going up inflation starts to rise would that make interest rates rise you don't need to be an economist but you start the conversation it makes people think oh i will act now it's a good time to be going to the market so it's just finding whatever motivates that person to go to the market. And sometimes it's as basic as FOMO, isn't it? Fear of missing yes. out. If people think they're gonna miss out, they act and they jump off the fence. They jump yes. in that swimming pool and start swimming around.
0: So what about, do you know, Mr. Seller, all agents, they, they do you know basically the same thing. But what we're gonna do, cause selling your house is gonna be like falling off a log cause we've got a load of buyers. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna find you your home. We're the agents that oh. find you the home, yeah? just a little bit that. different just a little bit different
1: love you know that. Going, like, going on a viewer with them always anything more intimidating to the selling agent than when another agent turns up um to show their pet clients around
0: yeah mm-hmm. like cool. i've got my love. big plan here i've got my big plan that i've written out today so you, it's, it's, it's almost
1: like you've been inspired
0: <gasps>
1: isn't
0: it more than you could ever think uh, so it's just really exciting so A lot of people don't know what's going on with the market at the moment, yeah? Like stamp duty is coming to an end in September. Oh, my God, the market's going to fall off a cliff. Pretty similar conversations we had back in March this year. Just get a video together. Put your market predictions together. It doesn't have to be right because who knows if they're right because none of us have got a crystal ball. But get your market predictions out there. You know, we're 50% down in terms of houses to sell, which is great because that means your house is going to go up and you don't – you know, house prices are going to start. It's look at the remortgage rates. You know, what have you thought about this if you're not selling? There's loads that you could do. And another one that we talked about, which is a little bit controversial, isn't it? Here is right. So, rents, lettings, rents have gone up up and down the country, different amounts. You're sucking in your breath. You They're sharp. You're going
1: for this,
0: aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Going and so a little bit controversial. Not going to see everyone, but. rents have gone up in in my patch uh, by 10% at least, okay? What are we doing with our current managed stock? Have we gone back to our landlords and said, Mr. and Mrs. Landlord, you've got a great property there, but you know what? The tenant has been in two years and we haven't reviewed the rent. I fully appreciate we are coming out of a pandemic, but you need to know that the tone for the market is this, which actually is 50 pounds, is 70 pounds, is 100 pounds more than we're currently getting. Now, we're not saying... That we want to put the tenant's rent up so it's not affordable because we've got a great tenant in there but what we're saying is we could put the rent up a little bit we could do this and actually some landlords will come back and go no i'm quite happy katie thank you very much i'm and then you relay that to the tenant that it was time for a rent view but actually we're not going to put the rent up tenants fantastic could we have a testimonial lovely great landlord is happy because you've kept them in the loop you're having a conversation with them about something positive as opposed to i'm sorry your drains are buggered you're gonna have to spend a load of money which is normally the conversation you have with the landlord yeah Yeah. and you can check in and say just i'm here we're restarting our inspections we've completed this we've done that we've covered off the rent review or and i shall send you a little email with a link to my testimonial if you're happy with our with our um service so there's loads that you can be doing it's back to just it's doing what, getting back to doing what we did before, doing what we're good at, isn't it?
1: The bigger picture, you're right, you've picked the most controversial way to increase the revenue <laughs> into your firm by raising the rents for your fully managed stock, which will cheese some people off, but it's a business. And you know, commercially, I understand exactly where you're coming from. But the bigger picture is, look at all the different ways that you can increase your revenue. How can you get more business, more work, more money, more income into your business? Is there a piece of ancillary income? Can you be smarter? Can you tweak your fees? All of these things, can you introduce a, a buying service? Whatever it may be, what is there out there that's gonna be able to increase the income into your business? And now's a great time to be planning. We talked a lot about the 1st of September being the new dawn. Well, mm-hmm. we're now the 9th of September and we're racing through this last five months, coming into the last quarter before we hit the end of the calendar year. And we're then going to start in 2022. We're going to start planning again. So it's just, yeah. and you've already started your. I know you've got your 22 planner all over the place, and it's started to work for where we're going. We're going next. So, mm-hmm. uh, where can you make? Can you make sure that you're maximizing every single income opportunity? Certainly okay. something that we're looking at at this moment in time. Crikey, yeah. it's been like a full on training session this week, isn't it? Yeah, oh
0: no, it's really I really like, so like, it, like it. Get i just some like it. if you watch this if there's anything else out there but again so we talked about team socials don't forget that christmas will be jumping upon us very quickly maybe now's the time to empower someone in your team to go do you know what we're going to have a really lovely christmas party we're going to do something a bit different we're going to treat you See what your staff want to do, because I think there's a real appetite for going out on the social side. Things are just starting to happen again. I think, you know, I've had just had a first sort of face to face training session, which is fantastic. You're out training again, aren't you? Um, And I just think that there's a few kind of events starting to come up. Um, towards the latter part of this year. And, and it's just going to yeah. be interesting as everything kind of opens up again. So I know you've been doing LinkedIn training today. So yeah. again, not throwing you under the bus, but what is your top two tips to finish the show off with for LinkedIn for our listeners and our viewers?
1: Okay, first one. Oh, you have something. First one, forget putting your job title into your headline. No one really cares what a sales negotiator mm-hmm. or a manager director or a valuer or a lettings manager it is put what is your main uh, main assets. I think mine's on there says, trainer, motivator, and mentor. Um, They're the three things that I'm on there. When people search on LinkedIn for training, I want martin born consultancy to arrive up, and that's there. So my first point would be, make sure that um, you forget putting your job title Put it in there is and um, put your main skill sets in there. Okay. Second one would be remember that what you want to be doing is building your relationships with people that you've never met before to be future business. The easiest way, picking up one of your tips earlier, is to do that via video. It doesn't matter if that's an area guide, if that's a market update, if that is a video tour around a property, if it's a quick snap of a video of an event that you're at in your local community, it's if it's a photograph of a new build development that's going on in your area that you may not have been instructed on, but you know it's a positive step for your community. Whatever mm-hmm. that may be, get visuals out there, video in particular, video makes b- brings business to you. It makes you the celebrity letting agent, the celebrity estate agent in your community um, because people want to know who you are and about your personality. So that would be my second it's tip, is use video to show your personality, to build relationships and trust with people you've never met that are gonna give you business
0: okay and because there's kind of like mixed comments on this uh emojis or icons in your linkedin profile or not
1: well like an aubergine um, <laughs> well, i
0: wasn't i was thinking of a house actually Oh, okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> martin born aubergine i know some people might think that but i don't want to put it on my linkedin do i no you don't use bloody emojis it is you it is your business representation if you want to have your relaxed photographs at the beach you put that on facebook if you're going to put a photo, your profile photograph wants to be a crystal clear, well-lit professional image. You are being searched on a businessman business basis. I wouldn't be using emojis. Uh,
0: uh, removed LinkedIn emojis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that show has flown by. We're 31 minutes in. Um, what a great show. I've really enjoyed that. Thank you very much, Grifter. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we have. Um, if you have, Please like our Facebook page, share our YouTube videos, listen to us on Spotify, tell all your friends about it. If you've got something nice to say, please, please, please go out and and do it and tell other people because we'd love to be involved. We like growing our network and know more and more people. I hope everybody has a really great week until next Thursday. Be proactive, be brilliant, but above everything, be kind. Thank you, Grifter. Have a great week and I shall see you next Thursday.